everyone. Thanks for tuning in. Mayor Greg Mingarelli. Today is July 19th, and this is our weekly update. It's good to be back with you because of 4th of July and being out of town on a family reunion. We missed a few of these, so it's great to be back with you all. I first want to say it was awesome to get back to normal and let Prescott and our communities enjoy the 4th of July traditions that we're used to. I enjoyed being in the parade, and I hope you all enjoyed coming out and joining us. The rodeo crowds were awesome. They were loud and friendly, and we had several nights that were sold out. And the fireworks over Watson Lake were absolutely stunning. The 4th of July celebrations are just one of the many reasons why I love Prescott and raising my family here. Last Tuesday, I'm proud to announce that the Prescott City Council voted unanimously to annex the AED land in the Granite Dells and at the airport. This was a very tough and complicated negotiation, and after three and a half years, I'm very glad it has been accomplished. I want to thank Jason Giese for all his efforts, as well as Amber Fields and her whole team at Save the Dells. We met a number of times, and I really appreciate all the input from the public and Save the Dells. This is a win-win-win for the city of Prescott, for Arizona Eco, and for the citizens who work so hard to ensure that this special place we call Granite Dells is preserved into perpetuity. Uh, we all love the Dells, and we're so excited about the opportunities we will now have to enjoy them into the future. So you'll be hearing more about this acquisition in the future. Right now, we're in a 30-day waiting period or a referendum period. Once we get through that period, then we'll be able to take possession of the Dells area as well as the airport. Hey, it's great to get so much needed rain here in our area, but the storms have been pretty intense lately, even with golf ball sized hail out at the golf course. Antelope Hills Golf Course experienced some severe flooding uh, recently. The north course didn't have a lot of damage, but the south course is closed today. We hope to get it repaired and open within the next day or so. And that's from Joe Baines, who is our city's Recreation Services Director. Uh, according to Pat Kirkendall, who provided the photos you're looking at in this post, this is the worst flooding he's seen in Antelope Hills in more than 50 years. The National Weather Service says that rain and thunderstorms are in the weather forecast for this entire week, which can mean more flooding, downed trees, power outages, and road closures. So please pay attention to what's happening around you. Please avoid low water crossings. Very important to take your time back out and take a different route. Uh, slow down and avoid hydroplaning while driving. Uh, if flooding occurs, get to higher ground. And if a traffic signal is out, treat it as if it is a four-way stop sign. Uh, go inside if you see and hear thunder and lightning. And did you know that if 30 seconds elapses between the time you see a flash and hear the thunder, then the flash or the lightning is less than six miles away. So be careful out there. In the meantime, get a lights out kit together in case of a power outage. Include flashlights with fully charged batteries. Have some food that does not need to be refrigerated or cooked on hand. And keep an external battery charge for your phones and devices. There are more tips and safety suggestions at Monsoon Safety, and we provide the link down below. If you need sandbags in your neighborhood, the city has several locations where you can get them. The stations are all self-serve, but bags, sand, and shovels are available at each location. Fire Station 71 right here on White Spar Road. Fire Station 51 on Iron Springs and Williamson Valley. Fire Station 73 at the airport uh, near the clubhouse, as well as the County Yard on Commerce, all have those materials available if you need sandbags. COVID-19 is unfortunately making a little bit of a comeback with some new variants. 
Yavapai County is reporting 134 COVID cases since Friday, 39 of which are here in Prescott. And we want to protect our community as much as possible during this resurgence. So COVID-19 vaccines were out uh, earlier this year. Many of you probably received a vaccine. I'm thankful that our vulnerable populations have been vaccinated to protect them as well. Uh, But if your child is too young to be vaccinated, uh, the county is recommending that they wear masks in certain situations. Uh, If wearing a mask is not possible for your child, please limit visits with those that are not vaccinated. Those with compromised or weakened immune systems should take all precautions recommended for unvaccinated people, including masks or as advised by your healthcare provider. So right now we have 44% of Yavapai County uh, residents who've been vaccinated with at least one dose and about 37% are fully vaccinated. So if you have not been vaccinated, I encourage you to discuss it with your healthcare provider to see if it's the best choice for you. Also, just remember if you are sick, please stay home. That's some advice that we gave uh, earlier in the pandemic. Uh, It's this time of year that we're so appreciative of all the work that Prescott Creeks does in our community to ensure our watersheds are healthy and clean. They're a great partner within our community and they've done a tremendous job of restoring some areas that had been damaged in these watershed areas. This nonprofit organization uses the donations and funds to benefit the entire larger Prescott area. Hey, thanks so much for tuning in. Stay safe out there regarding COVID as well as flooding. We're so grateful for all this great moisture here that's uh, reviving our lakes, Willow and Watson Lakes. So fun to see those start coming back up. Hey, thanks for tuning in. God bless you all and God bless Prescott.